Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode number 21. It's Thursday, so you know we've got Jim F0123Art on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? Doing good. How you been? Not bad. Every day is a new adventure. Oh, always. You know, some exciting stuff with the store. We get some... Yeah. Uh, some movement you know we yeah. got some licensing and everything yeah so. yeah stuff is happening yeah pretty exciting pretty very exciting. exciting getting a lot of love internationally with the cast yeah so. yeah that's uh that's interesting to see and definitely a mixed bag on our feelings about the queen yes um gotten a lot of people that have said to me that i am uh looking at it like an alien i guess mm. but to me i think it's more you know yeah, it's 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 amazing what it what that title means to people in the UK as opposed to here in the US. Yeah, the monarchy is uh very 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 strange to me, but yes. you know, it's all right. We don't we don't dislike anybody yeah, we don't for love. No hate. <laughs> and I would uh, I would expect you guys to show us the same amount of love. Exactly. Um just because we don't love them. But Right. You know, it is what it is. So, I wanted to start off this week um, getting colder. It is starting to get cold. And uh, Halloween is approaching. Halloween, my one of my absolute favorite time of year, I have to admit. Yeah, same, same. I love some Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so part of that is, you know these movies start coming out yeah it's always a great time of year if you're a horror fan to get some new well sometimes cool sometimes not so cool movies at this time of year right right yeah so i mean you know obviously there's uh they got a lot of people i know are very excited about uh hocus pocus 2 yeah yeah, and, and I mean, look, it, it's a it's a cult classic movie, the original one. I, I just don't know if you could make a second one that's not just a nostalgia thing that people are going to say they enjoy for the sake of it. I just don't know how it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I think I think honestly the story that needed to be told was told. Right. And, you know, I know that it does have a cult following and, you know, everyone loves Bette Midler and, and you know, the other two ladies, and that's fine. Yeah. But I just, I don't know, I guess the truth of it is, is that how much of it is nostalgia versus actually being good. Yeah, well, it's the same way I feel when they keep on mentioning about making a second Beetlejuice, right? Like, that, you don't need another movie. That movie was, that story was told. Right. Now, I'm sure Tim Burton can come up with an excellent movie and we'll all thoroughly enjoy it, but do we need it? And that's the thing, like, what happens if you put one out and it's terrible and then it tarnishes the legacy of the original? And I think that Hocus Pocus 2 could have that happen and that would be my fear sure sure and i think that's definitely a fair fear for me as well i think with beetlejuice though they had that 
uh, animated show as well. So you yeah. kind of did get a bit more. Right. Exactly. So I, I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't. I'm not begrudging them for releasing Hocus no. Pocus 2. I just think it's such a dangerous game because when you have a fan base, it's very, it's akin to Star Wars. Right. And I think I think what we're seeing is is that Disney bought up all of these properties mm-hmm. and they are rolling the dice on yeah. the nostalgia wagon. And and, yeah. and it doesn't seem to be there's some good stuff that's come out of it. Sure. But it doesn't seem to overall be this sort of, you know, glowing success that I think they thought it was going to be. No, no. Star Wars has been very hit or miss. Yeah. Marvel is starting to fizzle. Yeah, Marvel is fizzling big. And it just kind of seems like, you know, now they're dropping Hocus Pocus 2, and it's like, yeah, you have a fan base. They, They play Hocus Pocus every night starting October 1st on like Freeform. Yeah, it, it, it actually is on October 1st. I, right. I saw the, the schedule and it absolutely is on the first day of the 31 nights of Halloween. Right, right. So th- my point to it is, I guess, is that we have this, um, you know, we have this, this beloved property again, mm-hmm. right, that the fans are diehard about. How can you live up to that sort of it? Like nothing will live up to that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I think that, you know, Top Gun really Top Gun Maverick really has changed the playing field. Right. Because that movie was so successful for a nostalgia based style movie. But the the original movie as as good as it is isn't one it's one of those movies that people enjoy but i wouldn't say it's a cult classic movie i just think it's one of those movies that when it came out people enjoyed it people still enjoy it but i don't think it's a beloved property now would you say maybe that it's uh the exception to the rule i i would say it, it is that's what i would think too yeah. is i i think the way that the execs are looking at it is that oh this proves that this will work, and I think it's more that Top Gun Maverick is an exception to the rule of it's very difficult to capture lightning in a bottle twice. Right. Especially with the IPs that are that have turned into these juggernauts. I mean, did you see the Evil Dead remake? Yeah. What'd you think? I mean, it, it's eh, it's, you know? It's, uh, eh, it's, it's decent horror, Yeah. but it's not Evil Dead. No, no, you know, and and that's and you know again, obviously this isn't a remake. This is a, a continuation of, you know, part two of an ori- the, the original story, which is obviously different than you know what we're talking about. But I just think that you run the risk of trying to play on nostalgia too often. I mean, if you had a story, right? If they if they went. I think it's different if you, you know, a writer comes up and says, look, I got a story. Yeah. This this came about because every year the fans are saying, we want another, make a sequel, make a right. sequel. Yeah. So it's not like they had this story in, in the tank and they were just waiting for the right, right. time. Right. It, it's not like Tolkien or The Witcher or what have you, where there's multiple, multiple books. No, it was a and one-off you, made for TV film. Right, exactly. So you don't have any source material that you're going off of you're just trying to now come up with an original story off of an original story and 
you know, it didn't. And the thing is, it wasn't successful at the time. It's successful now, years later, because it's become. Yeah, it's a cult classic. So, again, can you. Like, would you want to see a sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, of course not. No. Absolutely not. No. You would would never be able to do it successfully. Right. At least in my estimation, you wouldn't. I, I guess my point to it is, is that. This is something we have seen over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And I keep, the people in my life keep talking about how excited they are about this. And it's like, I hope it's good for you guys. Yeah. I, I just think it's a very dangerous game. And there are there are few stories I think they could tell that would live up to your hype. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want the, what you don't want is the dreaded, yeah, it was okay, but it's not close to being as good as the original. Because... If that's if that's what you're getting, and it becomes just like, eh, it's on. I'll watch it, but yeah, it's 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 not it's not the quality of the first one. It's just there. Well, I mean, that's really not what you were shooting for. And if you're just putting out something where the fan base just feels it's there and it's like, yeah, it's okay. Well, I mean, you know what? It's it's reminiscent of like that the. Uh, the the Wizard of Oz that came out, the second you know what I mean when they did the Mila Kunis one. Oh yeah, the Return to Oz or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know, does anybody really care about that movie? I mean, I you, forgot it existed. Right, because again, it you you tried to make a continuation off a classic, and I'm not saying that the movie was terrible, and I'm not saying that people don't enjoy it, but it's it you don't you don't put it in the same category. No, and a mediocre film. Even a mediocre sequel can be fine, mm-hmm. except when it's cut. Like if Terminator Two was mediocre, <laughs> right? I don't even think Schwarzenegger's career could have survived that. No, I mean it would have. You would have ended the franchise. You would have said, "Yeah, the first one was a phenomenal movie, and right. the, second the second one, one was, was just, eh, eh, it was okay. okay." And then if you even bothered to slog through a third one, you'd be like, "Yeah, stop making these movies. They they're just you, you had one good idea. I mean." Lucky Not, for them, they they nailed the second yeah, one. Yeah, the second one is arguably the best film. Yeah, you know that's one of those rare the sequels are better. Like Godfather yeah. two, Terminator two, yeah. Empire a, Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back. There's a couple. Yeah, but so the reason I brought it up, Halloween and everything, is I I watched a, I was feeling spooky. Okay, and uh, I came across. The Rob Zombie. Oh, here we go. Here it is. The Monsters. Uh, now, now, this is something I have not yet seen it, but it is something that I plan on watching very soon. Okay, so I'll give you a spoiler-free one, but before we even dive into it, I want to just give a, a brief overview for our listeners that don't that don't know the Monsters. Okay. So, the Monsters. What what was it? Fifties. Yeah, they're thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. So. And I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm a big Monsters fan. I've seen all the episodes. I've seen the made-for-TV movies. Big time fan of the original series. Right. So 1950s ish, black and white. Yep. Right. And it's basically I would say it's very akin to like the Adams family. Yeah. It 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 very very similar in comedic style and tone. Right. You got Frankenstein, Dracula. 
Dracula's daughter. Dracula's daughter. And then, uh, you know, obviously they have a baby. Yep. Who's werewolf. Werewolf. Yeah. And then obviously the, you know, they have their, what is it, niece? What is she? Yeah. Niece. Yes. Lives with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and you she, have. And then she's you just have, normal. Yeah. And then you also have, uh, yeah, various other. Ghouls and fa- ghosts. Yeah, that family show members right. that show up here. And, and you know, there. her being normal, there's a lot of, fun, like, she'll bring over guys that she's going to bring on a date and they have to meet the family. And there's, you know, that's where, all the, and it's very, it's very much of its time. Yes. Right. Very clean. No, nothing is nothing bad ever really happens. No, there's some light life lessons, but mm-hmm. like nothing, nothing that's gonna, you know, make you look in the mirror. Yeah, no, no, they, they it was it was all very surface level comedy and surface level. Yeah, very innocent. In yeah, its, in yeah, itself. very exactly. Which is fine. It's 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 good. I think yeah. of its time, it's good. Yes, I don't think it. I don't think you even if you nailed it. I don't think it works today. No, no, because, again, you were talking about the clean-cut image of that era just with monsters. So, without giving away the plot, Mm -hmm. I guess after it was done, my first thought was, who the fuck let him make this? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it's not because... It's, you know, sometimes you have these directors where, like, look, they've achieved so much. They can do whatever they want. And if they just want to do something to dick around, you let them. Rob Zombie hasn't earned that. I don't even, I think we've we kind of covered this. You watched that film, the what was it, The Watch? What was the one with the psychic that Sam Raimi did? The Gift? The Gift, right? Yes. And it's just strange that, like, The Munsters is such a, such a departure from... Zombies traditional. Yeah. Like, I, I was under the impression when I saw Rob Zombie, I was like, oh, do you remember back in, like, 2008, I believe it was, they tried to revamp the monsters? Yeah. The Mockingbird Lane, but yeah. they tried to make it a little grittier. Yeah. And it didn't work. No, did not work at because all. Because how could it work? That's not what they are. Right. No. So, it, you know, I, I was like, all right, Rob Zombie, the monsters, like... This is going to be probably along the lines of that is what I expected, at least going in. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, when I when I originally heard it, I was thinking you're going to get whatever the the Rob Zombie style movie. Yeah, very dirty. Yeah, very dirty, sweaty, right, gritty. Exactly. Yeah, absolute filth just with. The monsters and that's the aesthetic. In the role, just to be yeah. clear, that's not me saying his films are filth. His, yeah, his yeah, aesthetic, yeah. I would just, I would classify right, as just dirty. Yeah. yeah, very sweaty, very dirty, very grungy. And I really liked his version. I didn't like the story so much, but I liked his version of the shape because I think it works. I think having a hulking, dirty tower of a man mm-hmm. murdering people is a lot more terrifying than just a normal dude sure absolutely but i thought you know i thought the first remake was okay of halloween yeah okay i liked i i did like the origin story for for uh michael myers yeah, i, 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 I thought he did a very when... good job when he when he dove into the childhood like i i was on board with that first one and then the second one i was excited was when the second one just got terrible yeah and then he talked about how the girl, one of the girls was the chick from 
the who play the kid in the old ones, yep. right? And I was like, oh, he gets it. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, that we're not going to do the hospital. And I was like, okay, you're doing. I was still with him. Yeah. And then that shit with the fucking white horse and everything. Yeah, and it, it just you know, it just went off the rails. So to re- to reel it back in because I don't want to I don't want to shit on that. I do like the Devil's Rejects trilogy though. I think yeah. I think overall that's pretty solid. So and and uh, Lords of Salem is just okay. Mm, yeah. But so the monsters come. You know, it starts. Yeah. And it's doing its thing and everything, and it seems like he tried really hard to capture. You know, that 50s, 60s sort of feel. Yeah, okay. It's in color. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. Right, of course not. Because, you know, the whole point to it was they were painted to kind of reflect the black and white. You yeah. know, like, yeah, were they painted in color? Sure. But the the makeup style was to accent their features on a black and white screen. Yeah. So then you have that in color and it looks like a cartoon. Yeah, that's that's what, like when when it when they did the movies like the the made for TV movies in the 80s, that's where it fell apart for me because once they started colorizing it, it lost the appeal. Because Well, it's not it's not I think part of the part of the appeal of the black and white is that it reminds you of Frankenstein, like yeah, the, 20s the universal, flick. yeah, the universal horror movies. Right. It, it it was reminiscent of that, and, and then as soon as you bring it, it into becomes color, cartoony, right? It loses it loses yeah. a bit of magic. So it's in color first of all, yeah. And do you know what the story is about? No, I have I have no idea at the moment. Do you want me to just leave it so you can go blind, or do you want me to tell you the synopsis? No, you can say the synopsis. So it's basically a uh, like I would I would call it a prequel. Okay. Okay. Like before. Lily and Herman got married. Ah, okay. And it's not, I guess the thing of it is, is like, I wouldn't say the the guy who played Herman was overtly bad. But he, you know, he was like trying to be Herman from the TV show. Mm. And it's like, but you're not him. Right. So that didn't really work. Grandpa was kind of his own animal, Mm. which was odd. And then obviously Lily was terrible. Yeah. Because I don't know why. I mean, I guess I know why, but, right. you know, him casting his wife in every female role when she's not a great actor proves problematic. Yeah. I mean, look, if, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that it's. Well, it is full on nepotism, and I'm not saying that it was it was wrong to do for some of the movies he did, but I mean, come on, you you know, you you have to sometimes stray from the wife and not in this that you know in this sense, not the other sense, but in this sense, stray from the wife and and go with another woman that you know can actually pull the role off. It was just very distracting, and and the other thing that really threw me off, and and maybe maybe people who. Ha- didn't grow up with the TV show because mm. I even even me I'm younger than you but I right. I mean I grew up with the show too right like yeah. I met Grandpa right exactly he was in fucking a grocery store selling his macaroni yeah so figure that one out yeah but I'm just saying like you know I got a I got a connection to this this series mm-hmm. and it was very jarring to see them try to mimic the mannerisms and the way that these characters speak and so I'm sitting there. Thinking to myself, because normally when you do like a reboot, right? Yeah. You have to bring your own spin to the character. Right. Not 
mimic, you know, yeah, what came before, because no. that doesn't work. No, not at all. Because at that, you know, if that's what you're doing, when it was when it was going through it, I was sitting there going like, why the fuck? Why did you even make this? If you're just right, like the character, there's nothing new. Yeah, from any of the characters, and without giving without giving anything away not that there's anything to give away it just ended very abruptly mm. and i i was sitting there after it was over just going like this is a train wreck yeah so i think you should i want you to watch it. i'm definitely going to watch it because i'm a fan of the show and and i certainly want to watch it but what what's troubling to me is the Munsters are on every day, multiple times a day. Mm. So it's not like you're bringing back a dead property that you want people nowadays to see. The Munsters are on. If you want to watch the Munsters, they're on every single day. I just think it's very odd because it's not something I could ever see coming back. No. No, because you can't because you can't you can't have that style of show in today's world because it it doesn't it works when you watch it today because it was made then but you can't try to make a show like the 50s now cuz it's not going to it's not going to grab the audience that you're you're looking to get so yeah i don't know i mean i was reading a little bit i heard he's a huge fan of the monsters sure I'm sure he is. And I guess this is his love letter to them, but I mean, yeah. it's it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, your your love letter to them is taking a gigantic shit all over the property. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, give it a watch and yeah, we'll, definitely. We'll, we'll next next uh, episode I just yeah. you know, we won't go as deep into it as this, right, but I'm right. just curious because I was gobsmacked is the word that I would use there you because go. I just couldn't. So then after it was over, right, I was like, I, I was so in shock. I went and watched the Mockingbird Lane. Oh, did you? Because I was like, can this property actually be remade? No. No. Nope. No, it can't. It can't. You know, and that's what, and, and just real quick, that's what made the Adams Family movie what i i find so enjoyable is because although you're although you're taking you know the characters from the tv show it was definitely its own thing well it'll be interesting to see what netflix does with wednesday yeah i am very interested in that as well and i'm good with louis guzman being you know oh, some, i am i am you know what's crazy is, so good with that is a lot of, i love louis a lot guzman. of yeah we'll do a little bit more on halloween and then we'll move on a lot of people were giving him shit because they have Raul Julia in their head yeah. as Gomez, not understanding that the whole deal was Gomez was always a short. The funny thing is, if you if you look at the comic strip that that, it, that that's it's made from, who he, he looks exactly right. like. And him. the whole thing is, is that his wife is smoking hot. Yeah, but he and she's also. You know, he's like but he just, five five, and right. she's like six two. But he, like that's in the in the comic, and that's the way it goes. But he just loves and accepts her for all the weird shit, right? And that's all part of his charm. It's mm-hmm. not he's this suave motherfucker, yeah. Right? You know, but you get Raul Julia, who obviously oozed fucking. Right. 
but I'm excited. I'm curious yeah. to see what they do. Um, I'm not incredibly optimistic. I think Catherine Zaid is an interesting choice. Yeah, it should be interesting. But I'll give it a shot. I mean, yeah. I'll watch The Monster. It can't be fucking worse than no, The Monster. Absolutely not. So, yeah, that's it. I, I mean, it's just, it was a trip down the nostalgia lane, yeah. only to see that the house is on fire. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> How about you? You watch anything? Yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about the, the Netflix show that, that, that's on um, the series uh, of Jeffrey Dahmer. Ah. So, I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying, you cast Evan Peters... Yeah. As Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, did a great e- job. Evan Peters is a very beloved actor in yeah. everything that he's in. Oh, he's, right, he's great. So, how do you how do you dislike a serial killer if Evan if if you love the actor who's portraying it? Right, because now you have a love for that actor. Well, they did it with Ted Bundy too. They made Zac Efron Ted Bundy. Yeah, but Zac Efron, right. And and he's and I don't know if he's got the same fan base. No, like no. if he if he was if it was the High School Musical days and you did it, then yes. But like Evan Peters right now, the fan base that he has, it's it's it, you're gonna be hard pressed. Do you know to my, not my like problem him. with it all is is that I I watched it mm-hmm. too, and I thought he did a I thought he did a stellar job. Yes, but I think where people miss it is. The whole point of it is he's supposed to be charismatic and, you know, good looking or whatever mm-hmm. because he lured these men into his web. Right. But what what it's translating to is just, oh, I love Evan Peters, so I love, you know, like, oh. And this is the 20th Dahmer story mm-hmm. that they've done. How many fucking times do you need to tell a story? Right. And so I think, so again... It, not to downplay the victims, which they didn't, right? I mean, they, no, they, 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 they did not downplay the, the victims and the tragedy of it all. What, they, what I think they were trying to do, though, is I think the show was based on a, don't miss the signs of your child who may be suffering from whether it be, you know, like bipolar well, yeah, or... I think it's de- depression coupled depression, with antisocial right. personality we, we, you disorder. Know, right. and, a, a need for acceptance, a need to uh, not be ab- abandonment issues. And I think what they were trying to play was to understand, like, you know, maybe this all could have been prevented if not for missing the warning signs. So parents don't miss the warning signs not saying that your kid is going to turn into jeffrey dahmer but they could you know something bad could happen if you don't pay attention to the warning signs and get them the the help whether it's medical therapy whatever it might be and and don't just ignore it and he has to Mm. then find ways to deal with what he's going through i think you know, it's it's a very delicate tightrope with serial killer films because they're they're very entertaining. Yes. I mean, as far as like everyone I talk to loves to watch it's right. it's the car accident thing, yes. right? Like you can't look away, right? But at the same time, especially with something like Dahmer, right? 
these people, the, the family members that are left behind, have had to endure film after film yeah. after documentary of yeah, seeing know, their loved one murder die. Yeah, and especially in in this one. Yeah, you know, and I just I struggle with it because you know, like if you were doing like an H. H. Holmes sort of thing, and it was a hundred and fifty years ago, and everybody's long gone, maybe. But I think it's hard right now because it's not yeah. even what it's thirty years ago. Yeah, I mean it's not that not that long ago that this all happened. Right, and it, and there's no way to separate Evan Peters from Jeffrey Dahmer. No, do you know? I think that's kind of one of the dangerous things of casting right someone famous to play that yeah. sort of role. And then you know, at the end when he gets killed, yeah, there you know, he comes off sympathetic, and you have empathy. For him, because well, do you remember a couple years ago they came out with that My Friend Dahmer? Oh show? yeah, yes. Okay, so I watched the first twenty-five or thirty minutes mm-hmm. of that, and I shut it off because, and the reason I shut it off, and I never went back to mm-hmm. it, is they make you feel bad for him. They and do I, because he and was, and was a kid like, trying to fi- fit in with friends, right? And as soon as that started happening, I turned it off because I was like, I understand that he's a human. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that all of that was incredibly traumatic as it would be for any of us. But don't make me feel bad for this piece of shit. Yeah. But see, here's the thing, right? They, you know, the thing is, he's, he's, what he's saying is, look, I know what I did. Right. And I deserve to die for what I did. Right. But I also didn't do it for the, I didn't do it for entertainment. I didn't do it because I love killing. I didn't do it because I want to watch the world burn. I did it because I was lonely yeah, and but I does wanted. Does the lie matter? No, 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 no. But the 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 issue then becomes when you say it like that, right? Like take a John Wayne Gacy, right? Sure. He's just he just or 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 a um a Night Stalker, right? Or a Ted Bundy. These guys all killed for the love of killing. There was no remorse. Yeah, but see, the problem of, here's the problem with it all, right? I can sit here, you can give me a killer, and I can argue a sympathetic cause for any of them. Because that's just, that, yeah, oh, yeah, John Wayne Gacy, well, he was a homosexual that struggled with it because back then, and he didn't know how to let it go, and then obviously that manifests into, like, who fucking cares? Right. But I think that, I think that, you know, his thing was when he was right before he died, he, he was mentioning, hey, I never tortured anybody. I They cool. were all passed out. Dahmer. He was like, they were all passed out. When I killed them, they never felt it. Right. And so I think they want to be like he he killed them, but he also didn't torture them. Right. Again, trying to play, I think, on sympathy. And I'm like, well. It, but it's no matter how you no matter how you lay it out, the families that seventeen people were murdered by this guy, and these families have to live without these loved ones. But don't worry, he didn't torture them. Right, and I don't think that that you know. So does that really matter? I think what it is for me is it's it's always a tragedy, mm-hmm. right? It's always a tragedy when when mental health goes unchecked. Yeah. And, you know, whether you want to argue it's e- it's evil or evil is real or whatever, 
none of the people that have committed any of these atrocities are, are of a sound mind. No. Never. Of course not. Never. And so it's a tragedy that it gets missed. Right. And that, you know, do we let them down in that instance? Sure. I w- yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we as a society were unable to see it. Sure. He was allowed to kind of manifest his loneliness into something incredibly destructive. Mm-hmm. And that is a tragedy. It is. For, for him and his family as well. Right. That being said, unfortunately, we're not at a point where we can recognize these things maybe every time. Right. And to sit there and go, well, he's a human. Well, yeah, but so were the other 17 people. Right. Right. And I who, think who that didn't ask for this. Right. And I think that the, the the problem is is that, you know, we can't we can't just sit there and say, well, because it was missed, what it becomes justifiable because we didn't we didn't have the means or we didn't see the signs or we don't have the the medication right now to handle those type of things so therefore these things are gonna no i mean and i don't, it and occurs, I, don't think, but, I don't think anyone is arguing that it's not a even from his perspective a tragedy right oh it absolutely is but you know at the same time hey i'm not feeling too good like i'm having some really messed up thought go fucking talk to someone yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not like this manifests overnight. It's not like he got hit in the fucking head and then woke up the next day and was like, "All right, I'm hungry." Right. I mean, this started at like a you know relatively young age, right. go teen, to, in go, your teens. Go like, to therapy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Talk to you. Talk to somebody. Right. You know what I mean? And, hey, I'm and, not doing so hot. Yeah. You know? I mean, again, I'm not saying that it would have cured all and and maybe still something would have happened maybe we don't know because we can't say but i'm just saying like we can't just we we can't just put the spotlight on these serial killers and keep on making them into something which they aren't which is you know we're 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 idolizing them in a sense yeah that's that's kind of something i wanted to talk to you about is i just think the way that netflix kind of you know goes about this shit it's like, stop saying that it's anything more than you trying to make money. Right. You're not honoring the victims by me. Like, that's the thing. There is nothing you can do. You want to know how you honor the victims if you need to make media out of it? Go and tell each one of their stories and don't, right. men- you know, don't mention the, uh, him. Well, what, well in, in my point, I guess, as right from the start of this thing is, if you, if you weren't meant to sway it to the side of Dama, you don't hire Evan Peters to play the role. Yeah, no shit, huh? Like you 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 can't bring on an uh, you know, arguably an A-list in the horror community actor mm-hmm. to play a serial killer. Like he's one of the ones that always gets sympathy too because yeah. it's they they've from the beginning they've played the loner. But I mean, you have you have Evan Peters, who is an A-lister in the horror community and an A-lister in the comic book community. Right. You have such a large fan base from different genres. Right. So don't sit there and tell me that that wasn't a calculated play to to sway the was opinion this done of this. By, uh, was this Ryan Murphy, too? That I'm not sure. I'd be curious to see, because I know he works 
he does like American Horror Story, so I know yeah, I know uh, they have a relationship. Yeah, I'm not positive on that. I just I I don't know. Not it's not even to say that it's in bad taste because I mean again it's the twentieth fucking right film movie whatever the fuck series I guess yeah. but it's just I just look if you want to make the movie because people are gonna find it entertaining and you got a good actor to play the guy and you know you feel like you can nail the situation that's fine but don't don't sit there and think you're the good guy in this scenario right. Because you're not. Ex- no. You're exactly. A pe- you know, that's a piece of shit thing to do to a family that lost their loved one. Right. In a horrendous way. Yeah. And whether they felt pain or not, you know, he's drilling it, you know, he's drilling into their fucking brains and right. shit. And, you know, and even though it's a, even though it's a show, right, this happened in real life. And you're going to, and these people who lost their family members are going to be reading about how awesome Evan Peters is yeah. as Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I mean, it, when it first came out, it they, they do the fucking media circus, right. right? Oh, Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer is fucking, he nailed the role. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, that, he's awesome. Right. That's what you, you know, and, and you, you know, you lost your son and you're going to hear how awesome that Jeffrey Dahmer is being portrayed by Evan Peters. No, every one of the like victims families has been asking since the beginning for them to stop doing this stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, it's bizarre to me. Like, here's the thing is I don't, I'm, I'm cool with them doing it because I'm a psycho. Like, yeah, you know, if you want to make these movies, I'll watch them. Yeah, me too. But I'm disrespecting the family by doing it. Sure. And and is it right? No, I'm the bad guy in this situation. Right. So don't don't anybody in society that's that's saying that we're not being pieces of shit for watching this. We are because we're finding entertainment value in other people's murders. Yeah. Yeah. So we are absolutely the bad guys right. in this. And that's the thing is like I'm I'm right with it. Mm-hmm. But, Me too. But don't fucking don't sit there and 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 pretend like you know be holier than thou with shit. Like, right. No, you didn't make it, but you're watching it. And yeah. If you didn't watch it, then they wouldn't make right. it. You're watching it and enjoying right. it. But if they if you didn't watch it, they wouldn't make it. Right. Right. So I think that's kind of my take on us mm-hmm. as a society. Sure. Is that like I'm cool with us? This isn't me like trying to you know, be religious and be like, well, you can't do this. Right. No, do it. But just understand what it is. Right. It, it's us getting entertainment. Right. Yeah. Understand your role in why these things continue to happen. That's the problem with it all is that mm-hmm. is that the viewer is like, well, it's not I it's not my fault. Yeah. Well, it is, though, because you watched it. Yeah. You know, did you. And, and, and again, this is not me saying that. You know, people that watch this movie are advocating for Jeffrey Dahmer. Of course not. It's just that, just understand what it means if you watch it, enjoy it, and talk about it. Right. Is that the family asked us not to do that, mm-hmm. and we basically are telling them to go fuck themselves. Right. Oh, you lost your son to a serial killer? Sucks to be you, but we're going to watch it. Yeah. Over and over and again, over every time over. it's on. Right. 20, 20 films later. Mm-hmm. So- if you asked me to shut it down, I would. I think it's fucked up. I don't think we should do it. But if you do it, I'm going to watch it. Right. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to find entertainment out of it. And if that makes me a piece of shit in the views of society, well, 
I'll, no, I'll accept that. No, but it doesn't, that. though. No, 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 no. You're See, right. See, that's the thing is You're that right. in the views of society, it doesn't because right. they don't even cover that. My point to it is, is that, and I don't think it makes you a piece of shit as a human. No. I just think that just understand in this particular scenario, even the audience is the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we all have to be okay with that. It, just accept it for what it is. Right. That's and be the, okay that's, with that's it. That's what I'm saying is like, just, just instead of pushing it down and ignoring it, look at it in the cold light of day. The family asked us not to do this shit. We're doing it, mm-hmm. and we're enjoying it. Yep. So just be okay with, you know, kind of being a piece of shit with that. Yeah. Does it mean that you're a piece of shit, period? Yeah, no. absolutely not. Of course not. Life is too complex for that. But right. in, in this instance, yeah. yes, that's a garbage thing to do. Right. Yeah. So absolutely watch it. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, oh, it's great. <laughs> You're all pieces of shit in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. He does a good job. He, do, he does do it's, a good it's job. It's creepy. He's yeah. creepy. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, like, I don't know that I would ever not, you know, I don't know I'd ever go with someone like that, though. No. You if, know? If, if you were a gay man and he approached you? Yeah. There's just yeah. there's something off about it. And yeah. then you get there and it smells like rotten corpse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's my pork chops. It's like, bro, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you know what? You you enjoy your pork chops. Yeah. I'm going to go. Gonna, I got a thing. I'm going to so, go. As yeah. soon as I walk down the hall, even if he gets me into the building, yeah. right, the minute you smell the dead bodies and he's like, man, it's my pork chops. <laughs> like yeah maybe it is maybe it is maybe it is and yeah, i, I like, don't want to you know, find you know out what? either you, way you, uh, you keep those pork chops yeah. i'm gonna go yeah enjoy those go. pork chops and you know probably yeah. been around yeah, for a you few should days probably get rid of them yeah yeah you may want to fish yeah. my fish has it <laughs> <laughs> stupid fucking uh. what a stupid and like it's just bizarre to me because he screams serial killer he does he see he was he's a creepy yeah, you know, he, he gives you the creeps, and if he didn't, mm, like you even, know. and I'm not even talking about Evan Peters' portrayal of it. Like, even yeah. just look at him in the fucking interviews. Yeah, he's a creep. Like, yeah, <laughs> and people yeah. romanticize this shit, and it's like when you actually look at the man, he's like, my my fish had What is wrong with you? Oh, man, serial killers are the worst. No, they are the worst. Oh. But but we watch him and we'll continue well, to watch him. Yeah, they're entertaining. And, and and if you put and if and if there's going to be five more Jeffrey Dahmer movies that every come out, one of them's gonna every get one watched. will be watched. I know it's just it's just so strange to it me. It is. It's... I will say this, and then we'll put this part of it to bed. Mm-hmm. You did you watch the the Ted Bundy tapes or whatever the fuck yes. that was? Yeah. When he was in court, this this is something that caught me off guard. I was fucking rooting for him. Like, oh, maybe he's going to get off. Good for him. Yeah. Like, and then I stopped and I go, wow, he probably would have fucking killed me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you you know, you get someone with a high level of intelligence with a lot, a lot of, of charisma. charisma. Yeah. You know, it, and it, you, you're you going to get lost in that. But I think what's weird to me is that you can have someone like that, right? And that makes sense to me. Like, he's very charismatic. He's very intelligent. He's well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Of the time, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have fucking my first heart. Like, what the fuck does that work? How does that work? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you enjoy that. I'm I'm out. Just bizarre. (laughs)
Just bizarre. All right, Jeffrey. Idiot. <laughs> uh, so move. let's move on sure. from that. Let's, uh, let's yeah, put let's Jeff, lighten it up. Let's put Jeff to bed. Yes. <laughs> Fucking. Speaking of Evan Peters and being in the comic book kind of fandom and everything. So obviously pretty pretty big announcement. Yeah, very big. Uh, from one Mr. Ryan Bartholomew Reynolds. Yes. So we're getting Deadpool 3. Yes, we are. In 2024. Mm-hmm. With Huey Louie. I, I, I'm going to say this is Marvel's Hail Mary yes. for how bad yep. Phase 4 is done. Now here's the problem. Have you read the reports that the Blade movie is, they lost their director. They lost the director. And it's in trouble. Yes. The problem is this, and I've been saying this since the beginning, some characters are rated R characters. Yeah. Blade is a rated R character. You cannot tell a good Blade story. No. That's PG-13. You no. You can't. Bring vampires into this universe. Oh, you get Morbius. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's what happens. That's right. Morbin time. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You can't have vampires that aren't killing people violently, right? And you can't make a PG-13 movie where the humans are cattle and you need someone to kill the vampires right. incredibly violently mm -hmm. to save the humans. Right. It doesn't work. Right. So what you have is... Mashallah Ali, who's awesome. Awesome. Who's a great choice to take a it up from Wesley Snipes. Tremendous Snipes's, choice. Stuck in an awful situation. Mm -hmm. He can't even say motherfucker or, you know, cut off a head. Right. You can't even cut a head off. You could barely see blood in a, in right. a Marvel movie. Right. So, so the problem is, is that even, even though you have Wolverine, mm -hmm. if you... If you put Disney's stink on this, it's going to tank. It will. So I so I heard something interesting. So obviously we know that Marvel bought Fox. Yeah. Got the rights back. Right. What I found out is that the contracts to the actors who were in the X-Men did not end with the buyout, meaning that you cannot put certain characters until 2025 unless it's those actors portraying those characters. Interesting. So that's why we have no X-Men. Right. So they're not going to do anything until 2025 when right. they can but recast here's, here's everybody the that they want. So Feige, so that makes a lot more sense mm -hmm. then because Feige's in a very tough place. Right. Because the stories that they're telling are mediocre at best. Yes. And we're all sitting there going, where's Fantastic Four? Mm -hmm. Where's Doctor Doom? Where's X-Men? Yeah. And obviously we got a little taste Right, and it's like, oh, yeah. you can't, so, you can't cast. Right, so if you, so you can cast Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but no one, but else. you can't cast anybody else until twenty twenty five. Interesting. So, not, not that I think you could put anyone but Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Deadpool movie with the with the establishment that they've done over the last three. Right. 
but I just think it's I I think it's interesting, you know, and I'm and I'm fine with them trying. Mm-hmm. Like you want to try to to salvage kind of the Deadpool thing, that's cool. But if you're not going in hard R, it's yeah. not going to work. You can't because the first two are hard R movies, right? And then you take a you know, arguably the best Wolverine movie, which is also hard R in Logan. Yep. And you're not, it, unless you're going to give me Deadpool and Logan in that aesthetic with the which hard you, which R. Which you're not. I mean, no. you're not going to get low. It's going to be. Well, it's going to be Wolverine because. It's going to be pre-Logan Wolverine, right, exactly. obviously. Or obviously, because they're they're going to, you know, they keep on playing up to the year of when Logan took place. So right. they're saying, obviously, this is taking place prior to Logan. So that's how he's going to be alive. But I just, I'm just curious to see kind of what they do because I, I told you this when they announced Blade. I said they if they don't make it R, which they said they're not gonna, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. And the whole right. reason that they're struggling right now is because there's no story that you can tell that has vampires in it that is PG-13, unless no. you want to tell fucking Twilight. Right, and you're not gonna tell. You, you know, it's it's the same issue you're gonna have with the Punisher. You're not gonna get yeah. a good quality Punisher but even, show. But they're they're digging their heels in. Mm-hmm. This that we already told a gritty re, you know story about Daredevil. This is gonna be a reboot. And it's like what? Yeah. But a reboot of with the same but why? actor. But why? I like I like the Daredevil show on yeah, Netflix. It was just, awesome. just keep doing that. Right. But they don't want to do that. But they don't they don't want to they don't have it not be child friendly. They don't understand that you can have Matt Murdock in a very adult daredevil and then go hang out with Spider-Man and have it be for the kids and then still make the toys. You can have that. You can have the Punisher be the Punisher and then when they need him to help out, mm-hmm. have him show up and not be, you know, no killing. Yeah. It's what I do. No killing. Okay, great. Now he's not killing. You can make the toys. I mean, the toys toys are going to sell. And and I've said this before, and if I'm repeating myself, but back in wrestling in the WWF, when yeah. we had the Attitude Era, yeah. it was very much not kid-friendly, and toys sold incredibly well. But even, even taking a lot of it, you know, even saying, oh, Daredevil, whatever, it, I just don't know what kind of a story you tell with Blade if you can't, if he's not fighting and murdering vampires. Well, you can't tell any story. I mean, yeah, sure. What you can do is make him a part of the Midnight Suns, you know, and then you, then what you're going to do is you're going to tell a cosmic story. You're going to have the big, you're going to go after Galactus or something. Right. I think what sucks the most is that there's just such potential for these kind of stri- like it's weird to me that they won't lean into that like yeah. just just have blade like blade doesn't need to be a part of the mcu in in the traditional sense he doesn't need to be a fucking avenger the, the thing is the thing is the the movies and tv shows that they've been putting out for phase four have been more light-hearted more child you know oriented right which is cool like yeah that, but it's but it's thing. failing miserably i know but the problem is this right is that when I saw Iron Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man was, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. So I was, you know, in my teens. 
And I've been watching these for the 10 years that it took to get to Endgame, mm-hmm. right? So now I'm an adult. Right. And it's like, okay, but you've had me watch these for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm part of your target audience. Sure. And if I don't like it, then I'm not going to subscribe to Disney Plus. And, you know, that's just going to be what it is. Or I won't watch it, you know? Yeah. So I get that they're trying to make it for, you know, a younger audience. And I'm cool with that to an extent. To an extent. But my point is, is that, like, you know, if if the kid needs to see, you know, if, if some of the shows are for the kids, mm-hmm. right, that's fine. And if it all leads into the Avengers, which is kind of that weird, you know, PG-13 realm, that's also fine. But let me watch Blade kill some fucking vampires. Let me watch Deadpool be Deadpool. And that's for me. And so then what you've done is you have generational people that have bought into this franchise Mm -hmm. as opposed to it just being like, yeah, yeah, we go and my kid likes it. Yeah. But I hate it now. But but here's, you know, and I'll give you a prime example, right? Sure. Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight was terrible. Right? I think it was good to for, for yeah, it wasn't. I'm, I'm saying Moon Knight as a comic book show. Oh, yeah, as a comic uh, book show. Uh, not not the stuff dealing with and mental there's no illness. More, there's no more coming, right? Not, uh, you know, not, nothing announced. So it didn't do well in ratings. No. People didn't like it. Everything has been very forgettable. Right. But a kid's going to buy Moon Knight toys because Moon Knight is awesome yeah, as Moon a character. Yeah, like Moon Knight as a character right. is really cool. So if a kid doesn't wa- didn't watch it, doesn't know who Moon Knight is, but sees that on the shelf, they're going to buy it because he looks awesome. Right. And kids want that toy. Right. But they're not watching the show Adults are watching the show and adults hate it. You know what the mistake is? Is that they're just focusing on toys. Mm. And what happens is, is if you don't like it and you can't get excited about it and talk to your friends in front of the kids about how excited you are about it, then the kids aren't going to get as excited. Right. Like if, if they made Moon Knight. And they made it R, how it should have been. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight's an R-rated character. It Sorry, absolutely is. It would have been good. Yeah, because you can take the leash off and let Moon Knight be Moon Knight. Yeah, and people would have been very excited. Mm-hmm. They would have talked about it in front of their kids. Oh man, did you catch Moon Knight? Yeah, Moon Knight's awesome. My favorite. And the kids would have wanted to buy the toys because they love. You know, they see how excited you are about it, and yeah. maybe they can't watch it because it's too violent. But they know they hear you talking about the character, which translates right. to the toy sale. Right, and they're gonna see, and then you could you could show them the character of what the character looks like of who you're talking right. about, like and me? the kids are gonna be like, "Oh, that's so awesome! I want," you know. And then they're gonna go to the store, and you could you say, "Oh, go pick out a toy." They're gonna say, "I want that Moon Knight yeah, one. Look oh, at how got cool Moon, that right, is!" Right, exactly. They have Moon Knight. Let me get that. Yeah. So, I I just think it's very interesting to kind of see what's happening right now Mm -hmm. so obviously until the contract expires this is just kind of where we're headed yeah yeah but you know that's why there's no bad guy yeah but i mean again you i don't i mean i don't know how much money they had to shell out to get you jackman to do it again and i'm sure it's quite a bit of money but that being said it's it's a hail mary well you need something yeah because that to me although it was exciting Mm mm-hmm after after the excitement kind of burned off and I you know I came back to reality I said to myself like 
oh, you're in trouble. Like, you need, like, everything is going to be shitty next year, too. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be doing something this extreme in 24. Right. You yeah. know, because you know, I imagine it's probably going to be Marvel fatigue, superhero fatigue is going to continue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, maybe the Flash is going to come out and it's going to rock everybody's socks. Possibly. But... Aside from that, I think everybody's tired. And Yeah, they if, are. If you're not bringing anything exciting to the table for another year. And again, what was the last what was the last truly exciting superhero film? I would say No Way Home because of the nostalgia. Right. So you got hit with that, right? But that was almost a clo- a closing. Yeah. Kind of of a chapter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Obviously, Endgame has been what is it four or five years now? Yeah, right. So we're we're we've moved away from that now. Yeah. So I don't know that they'll ever be able to. That might have been the watermark. Yeah. Well, again, you don't have the characters that people want anymore. Right. But that that are on screen is, now is that you can't even utilize things that will get people excited again until 25. Mm-hmm. So the danger of it all is, I, I mean, it's a tough decision, right? Because like yep. you, you can't use characters that people are excited about. You refuse to lean into the R rated characters and make them R rated. So you're just wasting those properties mm-hmm. and you have to burn out another year, another two years essentially. Yep. Right. So it's like, how are you going to keep the fans invested for two years? You're going to give them two years of mediocrity? Yeah. Yeah, they're and going just, and to. And just go like, all right, don't worry, though. In two years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, again, they'll they'll make, well, in their mind, they're they're going to make enough money. I mean, they're well, really they do, they not. All, they all do, you know, a billion plus for the most part. I mean, yeah. all, of the, all of the movies and stuff do. Yeah, I mean, again. People are going to see, the thing is, you're going to keep on throw like, like, look, when Black Panther comes out, you're getting the first time ever seeing Namor in live action. Yeah. You're going to get people to go just because they want to see. Well, there's a, a lot. There's going to be, you know, there's a lot of emotions there and everything. No, as well. no. But I'm just saying that you're, you're going to, you can, you can run out enough first appearances yeah. You know, it's just like a comic when you release a number one or you release a comic with with a character's first appearance and they sell tremendously well. Mm. You're going to sell these movies because you're, they're first appearances of characters that you've never had on screen before. So you're going to get people who are Marvel fans to go because they want to see, you know, a, an A-list actor portraying a character that they love in from the comics for the first time in live action. Sure. So you're going to get you're going to get it. What you're not going to get is people to say the movie was good. You're going to get everybody to go and you're going to get the money for people going and you're going to get what you have right now is people saying the movie absolutely sucked. So I think it goes like this. You have you have people like me who I've pretty much written it off at mm-hmm. this point. Like I'm out. Of, yeah. them, of the Marvel game, you know, and I'll check out Flashpoint, but if it doesn't rock my socks, I'm out of the DC game. Yeah. Because nothing has, nothing at this point has really. Yeah. I mean, we got Black Adam coming up 
Who cares? This month. Who cares? Honestly, well, I, I do only because I'm a fan of The Rock. So am I, I do want I, I do want to see his portrayal. You're gonna go to theaters? I may. I may. Really? Yeah, I may. I I may go to. I mean, again, I haven't gone to the theaters. It'll probably be like four or five months yeah. since I've been. Yeah. So I may go check it out in the Is theater. Is it October or November? October. Yeah. All right. It'll do a billion. It should. I would be surprised if it didn't. I just don't think it's going to be that good. It, the only way, the only way it's going to be good, or the only way it's going to get word of mouth, is if Cavill shows up in a scene. Oh, if Cavill shows up, then you've just, you know, that's like stopping your tracks. Go see it. Right. But if he doesn't, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it has you know, to lead and, and to here's something. The thing, is I'm not saying The Rock's going to be bad as Black Adam. No. I just don't think that, that it's enough. Well, I just think DC's biggest problem is, like, Black Adam isn't a well-known character for the for for a lot of people. No. I mean, The Rock, yeah, everybody knows who The Rock is, and right. people will... People will migrate to movies to see The and Rock. I think The Rock is a good choice to play yeah, Black Adam. But I just wish that I wish that DC would have spent more time worrying about A-list characters before the B and C-list characters. Like, I mean, again, where well, Aquaman is on ice right now. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't had a Flash movie yet. No, and we had Suicide Squad One twice. And two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 one of your biggest A-list... Now, I'm not saying he hasn't appeared. Obviously, he has. I mean, but you have not done a Flash movie, but you've done two Suicide Squad movies. How in the world does that make sense? It's just... It, I guess I guess the problem is is that the, the, the company... I mean, it, it's changed hands. This is going on our third time, mm-hmm. and now there's talk of it maybe even moving again. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you keep jumping it from company to company, then there, there's n- no one has enough time to have a coherent vision. Right. And I think the biggest mistake of, of all of it was to put Justice League first yeah. before doing Aquaman, Flash, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, you you know, Cyborg, Green Lantern, right. I think all of that should have happened first. It, but they were panicking because they were trying to capitalize on what Marvel had done, and it had taken them 10 years to establish. Right. And you can't take that kind of a shortcut, even no. though arguably the Snyder Cut is better than the Whedon Cut, it mm-hmm. still is what it is right. at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's the one of the better DC films to come out. Yeah, it's not a perfect if you're film willing by to any sit means. for four hours. Yeah, but at the same time, there's not enough. Like maybe, maybe if the rest of this shit comes out and you you actually have some feeling for the characters. But aside from that, like we're we're not getting a cyborg movie at this point. No, unless right. they recast. Right. So it's like, but how do you want me to care about this shit? Right. I don't. And no. I don't, and I don't care about it because, yeah, great. No. There's, we only care no about Batman. Right. Batman is the only character that we truly actually care about but in the DC but universe. The, the thing with Batman is is that we've had movies for the past 20 years, you know, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how you feel about Batman, he's in people's 
the forefront of people's minds. Right. You know, and he's and, and I like him as a character. And yeah. I think I think these recent films have all been pretty solid. Yeah. But there's no, fl- you know, the, the TV shows, I guess. Right. Like, but that, you yeah, know, the CW shows, I just don't. Yeah. But the CW shows, I mean, again, when when Arrow first started was pretty awesome. Yeah. But he was killing people and shit. Right. And, it and was then like rad. and then it stopped being awesome. Yeah. And then the other shows people. became like, no, this is this is, you know teenage angst yeah it's cw is with, what i call yeah, it it's like the, not not that's not a slight against cw i just think it has a very distinct tone no just like just like um the hallmark channel right yeah uh, that's not for me you know what you're getting though right but there's a lot of people that love it let's touch one more thing and then we'll call it mm-hmm. how do you feel about the news that keanu is coming back to the role of one jonathan constantine it's I don't, I don't want it. Neither do I. Because when Constantine came out, it wasn't well known who that was. Right. You know, you Americanized it. Yep. What? Fine. Keanu, big name you actor. Had Peter Stallmeyer as the devil, though. That yeah. was cool. And I would even argue that, um, uh, you know, Shia LaBeouf wasn't bad for what he was, yeah. what he did, and and even Gabriel. But we really didn't know the property. We know right. the property now. Sure. We we've we've seen some pretty great I mean, Matt Ryan, um I again the the, the I don't Joanna know. The, yeah, I don't know yeah, her name, but you've had great depictions yeah. of John Constantine now. Yeah. Yep. And as much as I did enjoy the Keanu Reeves movie at the time for what it was, yeah. it it is not going to land for me now. Uh, just what 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 do you, what story are you going to tell? Like right. what tale can you possibly tell with with old American John Constantine? Yeah. That I that anybody wants to see. Yeah, I I, I just I know, t- listen, I know people love the the Keanu version of it. I'm sure. just, my point to it is is that if we're being honest with each other, that's not who the character is. No. But I also, but also, ninety percent of people who saw that movie had no idea there was source material that they that this is coming from a comic. We know all this stuff now. We've we've had many different versions, and not only Matt Ryan on the well, CW, I mean, the, right, but the, the animated, animated, which are tremendous. They're movies. all very very good. So I just don't see how you're going to pull that off and make it again. Will it make money because it's, it's Keanu? Not, yeah, but sure. I mean, is it, are they going to market it as like a... Because they didn't market Constantine as a DC movie. No. When it came out. No, and that's what I'm saying. No one no one had any idea that, that what that was based on. But like is... I, I think this is where we start to get into some very dangerous territory is we don't have a renewal for the Sandman. Right. So that's still up in the air. And mm-hmm. arguably, I think that's some of the best comic book media that's come out in a while yeah and it may be because neil was deeply involved mm-hmm. in it but i thought it was tremendous yeah and i don't think i'm alone in that i think anyone no, that's no, watched no. it it's got it got rave reviews and it is very very good yeah so taking putting that aside right you're gonna have keanu reeves be the constantine of the dc universe yeah, the I DCEU is that is that really that. the the path you want to go with things? No, but you, what you're going to do is you're going to make an you're going to make another misstep in an already 
completely fractured universe and you know you may you may not be able to pull out of it at some point you may have to give up wipe everything out and start completely over again yeah. and decanonize everything that you've done and start with a, a brand whatever the starting point is that you want to create from that point the thing that's wild is you have the opportunity to do this though yeah take the flashpoint and have it reset the playing field like that's you're out yeah it should be that's your out and you what's what's nice about it is is if you want to keep cavill and even aflac you can yeah although i'll tell you i, I don't know that i'd keep aflac i think he's too unpredictable yeah i mean you may want to make that change cavill you might be able yeah. to lock down yeah i mean hey uh, season three of the witcher is over it's already been filmed yeah, so coming he, out next he, summer he probably has hopefully some availability to do something what what you but the problem is is that the people in charge the reboot was supergirl batgirl wonder woman right and batgirl, that was the reboot batgirl tanked yeah batgirl was terrible yep right and Zaslav got cold feet mm-hmm. to push forward with with those heroes, yeah. which is fine. Right, you can just reboot it. Yeah. Just use Flashpoint. Like at the end of the cartoon, he reboots it. Yeah, that's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah. Don't instead of rebooting it where Batman and Superman die, and you have the the trinity of females. No one has to die. It's Flashpoint. Right. Reboot, just reboot it. it. Right, reboot it. And if you want to recast. The characters with different actors because who's the bad guy in uh, Flashpoint? Do we know? No, I, I'm gonna say probably. No, I'm I'm gonna probably say the reverse Flash, but See, I but don't that, know. I don't know about because that. I mean you you're you're gonna you're gonna do a point where he is because the, the, there's a second Flash in it. Like Ezra Miller is playing two roles. Right, but who's gonna be? able to do enough damage that they have to reset the world right yeah it well well i guess like what thalm is going to be the fucking catalyst yeah. but i mean he, it, but it, even in the yeah. in the books and stuff like he set it off but then like other batter shit ruined it yeah i mean again if you just want to go with the fact like hey i want i i'm trying to clear my dad yeah i'm gonna go back and save my mom yeah. and then it screws everything up right if you just want to go that route and there is no real big bad that caused it or or maybe you know it's it's that he's talking in his ear to get him to go do that and yeah. then he screws everything up yeah so he doesn't have to be a real big bad. He just no, has just to be a catalyst. To right. kinda, yeah, I'm with you. Probably more that I vein. just think you have an opportunity to to reset the entire chessboard and still cherry pick the actors that you want to keep. Right. So I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Yeah, you absolutely should do that. Like I mean, you could have Flashpoint end, right? Like the reshoot should just be that Barry Allen wakes up and it's not Ezra Miller anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he does the, the, you know, they do the run and then all of a sudden it's whoever's going to play the Flash going See, forward. my thing is I would have, if, if you if you are dead set on Ezra Miller no longer being the Flash, yeah. then I would hire the next Flash. Right. And, right. And I would do a reshoot exactly. where at the end he wakes that's up the new Flash. And that's the new Flash. And then we just roll with that. And right. Who, and then you don't have to introduce the new Batman or Superman or Aquaman. And if they're the same... 
They're the same. Right. There's no there's no question about it. Right. Yeah, if they're the same, they're the same. And if they're not, okay, we understand why they're not. This David, is listen. Call us. We yeah. got you. We got I know I... you listen. I got you, dude. Yeah. I want this to work. Yeah, you you know, we know you're listening to the podcast. Obviously. You're taking ideas. Just talk to us directly. Right. There's no need to go backdooring us. Right. I'm willing to help. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, not it's gonna cost, but we'll help. Well, yeah. I mean we gotta keep the light. What do right. you think? What do you yeah. think? This shit is free? Yeah, right, yeah. All right. Listen, let's put this one to bed. Yeah. Covered a bit, you know? Absolutely. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna say, Jim. As always, thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what's going on? What we got going on? Well, as uh, hopefully everybody knows, uh, we got uh, issue one of Eva out now on yeah. Webtoons yeah. and soon hopefully to be in comic shops. And I'm hot at work on issue two, uh, trying to get that out. Hopefully by year's end, we'll start seeing uh, the front half of uh, of issue two. So... Kind of hard at work there, and uh, hard at work on trying to uh, get some get some prints, get some stickers, uh, get some get some stuff on the store, so that everybody can uh, hopefully purchase some items. Awesome, yeah. And we do have uh, we do have some Eva stickers available yep. now, and uh, some some art prints that are done by you. They're limited prints. Uh, they're all hand signed and mm-hmm. everything. And uh, you know, come check them out. Check them out. You know where to find us. Uh, CatalystCrafting.com is the website, the main site. We're on all the social medias. Um, you know, when we're we're coming along, we're growing. We're getting yeah. licensing now. Yeah, it's right. Out. It's very official. Very yeah, official. very official. <laughs> but let you guys let me know. Let me know. Uh, do we need to make any more monsters? Um, how do you feel about Jeffrey Dahmer? Is the is he the hero we need, or the one we deserve? All right, crew. I'll catch you on the next one.